It's simple, really. Great stories with a good cup of tea. It's the Tea with Mike show. On this episode of the Tea with Mike show, uh, we welcomed uh, Reddy uh, Zika to the show. Uh, topics of conversation was based around acting and modeling and Reddy's uh, business. Uh, themes included resiliency, uh, hard work, and determination. So as always, grab a cup of tea, sit back, and enjoy. All right, guys, welcome uh, to the Tea with... I remember that by now, buddy. <laughs> All right, guys, welcome to another episode of the Tea with Mike show. Uh, joining me uh, for this one is uh, Reddy uh, Zuka. Uh, welcome to Tea with Mike, Reddy. Hey, it's a pleasure, man. Thank you for the invite. No problem. Excited uh, to chat with you today. So... Long journey to get me on here, eh? I know, right? You know, like sometimes uh, schedules don't line up and all of uh, uh, that type of thing. But we're finally doing it, so uh, that's exciting too, hey? Exactly. Awesome. So, do you want to start by uh, telling everyone uh, where did you grow up? Um, I grew up in uh, Albania. Came here at 13 years old. Uh, moved to Toronto, Ontario. Then moved to Windsor. And moved here in 2006. Done different jobs. Started acting in 2016. And uh, the rest is history with my uh, film career. For sure, man. And so, and so do you want to uh, tell everyone? I've said my story a few times. <laughs> oh, <laughs> do, do you, do, uh, do you want to uh, stop? Or do you want to tell everyone a little bit about what are uh, some of um, the... Th things that you kind of uh, remember most from uh, your childhood growing up in uh, Albania? Well, I remember a lot of things, especially AK-47s. <laughs> no, it was, it was a, it was a good childhood. Um, it wasn't like now, that's for sure. Not technology. We played outside and you know, I mean, it was, it was a lot of fun. But then we kind of had a civil war there in 97 and Things kind of went south, but, you know, it's better now. Nice. So uh, what were some of uh, your kind of, like, favorite things uh, to uh, to do, like, like outside? What types of things did you like to get up to? Uh, mostly soccer. Yeah, we played soccer a lot. Um, and, yeah, just playing with my friends with different stuff, right? Different, uh, no technology involved. <laughs> Nice man, and so I'm also a huge uh, soccer slash uh, football fan. Originally, like being uh, from England, and so my football team is at uh, Manchester City uh, Football Club. Do you do you have a favorite football? Do you have a favorite football team? I used to like Milan, like you know, from uh, the Syria, the Syria A, like in, in Italy. That was my favorite team, but now like kind of like too busy with life, so I don't I don't follow it as much. But, yeah, that was my favorite team growing up. <clears throat> Which Milan team, right? Because there's AC Milan and then there's also Inter Milan. Yeah, AC Milan, not not Inter. That's it. The, the red and black, not the black. Have you seen many games on on the TV? Did you do you have did you have a favorite player from AC Milan? I did, yeah. There was this guy uh, from Germany, his name was Oliver Birov, uh, and he played for Milan for a while, number 20, I believe. 
he was my favorite player and then and then later on Shevchenko and then yeah and then I can't really say who was my favorite player after that I just haven't been watching you know lately you know what I mean I just haven't had the time but yeah I remember when I was a kid uh, Oliver Bierhoff I even had his jersey like for the Germany number 20 I don't know if you remember him, but he scored a couple of goals, like with a head, you know, in the in the World Cup or European Cup, I believe. Okay, okay, no, I I don't remember who he is, but like, did did you did you play uh, football uh, co- uh, co- uh, competitively, like growing up in uh, yeah, growing up? Oh, no. There were so many kids better than me that I couldn't like. I was mediocre, you know what I mean? I wasn't like there were so many other kids in my my group that there was way better than me, you know, I never continued to pay, uh, play, for, you know, like competitively, but uh, I did enjoy it, right? Uh, but when I got here, like lately, I just, <clears throat> I've been more into into boxing and, and MMA and stuff like that. Fantastic. That's, yeah. that, that's a single sport, like with soccer, you got to play with the group or you got if you don't play with the team you got to find people you know to play with and yeah uh, that's a different story <laughs> all right so hey so obviously uh, as you sort of alluded to before you uh, obviously uh, emigrated uh, to uh, Canada when you were uh, 13 uh, years old if I'm not mistaken um so what what what, what was the first thing that you kind of um remembered uh, when you uh, arrived in uh, Canada what was the first thing that stood out in either a positive or a negative way I guess it could be either way well I remember there was an airport in the plane when I first got here <laughs> uh, I don't know what I remember is um, like we, my dad had a lawyer and then he he met us there, and then he drove us to the to the empty house there in the Toronto neighborhood. Um, and I didn't know any English, you know. I'd never been outside of Albania, so. But then I remember when my dad dropped me in school the first day, and I sat in the middle of the chair there, and all the kids were run, running around and laughing. I kind of thought they were laughing at me, so I got kind of aggressive as as a kid. But then summer went on. I learned a little bit more English. Went back to grade eight, and. Uh, it got a little bit better, and then we moved to Windsor. Um, and that's a whole different story in Windsor. I got in a lot of trouble in high school. <laughs> what, were, uh, what, what, what were some of uh, your favorite subjects in school? Like, did you like theater? And uh... No, my favorite time was English. I could, I was really good at writing essays. Like, I, I could, you know, write out of nowhere, like if I'm motivated, I can write, you know, good, I think. Like I write, like I write my posts uh, for my business on Facebook. <laughs> nice, uh, no, so, 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 so that's quite interesting, uh, actually. Do you, uh, is there any reason why uh, why you like uh, writing so, so much? Is it because no, it's something you can do individually? My mind races and it just things come up and then I can write. I, I have that, you know, ability. I don't know why. Interesting. So, so it sounds like you have quite a, a creative uh, mindset, and obviously we'll, we'll get to that a, a little uh, later with um, all of your acting and and such and so forth. But 
I, I'm curious to know if you remember uh, how you felt, uh, maybe if you can remember, uh, when your parents uh, told you that you were emigrating to Canada. Because I know when I learned that I was moving to a to a, a big scary uh, new country I was like freaking out I'm like oh my god like I've, I've lived the same way for 17 years I'm like I'm kind of scared right you know and and I, I, was, and I got I was, and, yeah I was happy I was happy I was I was messing up in school there anyways and then I didn't care I told the teachers I'm like I'm out of here so whatever um I probably failed English there before I came here <laughs> and look at me now speaking English <laughs> yeah, I was happy to get out of there. I, don't, I didn't know what to expect. Was, we would just watch movies. The American Dream, right? We'd watch Friends on TV and we'd watch um, other movies. And then, you know, that's how I thought life was, right? Until it came here and then I had to work. <laughs> oh, oh, I see. And then, oh, I see. So, you, so, so your family was kind of inspired a lot by uh, s s seeing uh, the, uh, the the different films. I was. Oh, you were? Okay. Okay. Yeah, so to answer your question, I was happy to uh, to go, but then when I got here, I didn't, I didn't go back home for three years, so I was craving that to go back. And that's how it's been back and forth, right? For sure, and so you mentioned obviously that you obviously that you've been back to where you're from a, a few times. Has has your perspective on uh, where you grew up uh, changed cha changed at all? Now that you've experienced um, uh, multiple uh, different uh, cultures. Yeah, yeah, it definitely changed. Yeah, definitely changed. But I, I kept I kept the same. I would say, maybe not mindset, but we we keep our to our culture. You know what I mean? We very patriotic but it definitely changed me yeah i've been here for 21 years man it's hard not to change you <laughs> yeah no for sure like uh, like that, that's true even i've changed a little bit and i've I, i've only been in canada this is uh year year eight so yeah so yep. what, what are some of the uh, kind of the traditions of your culture i'll show you right now mike you see this here, man, because this show is called Tea with Mike. This tea is natural from the mountains. Oh, cool. You see this? You I put do. that in the water, and it's the best tea you ever taste, man. When I see you in person, I'm going to give you some. Nice. What, what, what's, the, what's the tea called? Mountain tea. <laughs> <laughs> How would how would you describe the taste of mountain tea? Oh, well, I I don't drink many kind of tea. Like when I drink, I just tea. Uh, I drink a pic orange pico from Tim Hortons, or and that's basically what I've tasted, right? And then this, like this, is different because you boil it, like you, you know you. You, you get the water hot and then boiling it and then you put this it's leaves right like it's it's not and then you can see change in color so when it's like a dark color that means that it's, it's ready to go but it's a good taste you just i don't like to put sugar on mine just a little bit of a lemon you know squeeze a little bit of lemon and uh yeah it's, it does the job it's it doesn't have like a 
an actual taste like you know because it's natural I, I couldn't say orange pico or, or or you know something else right it's it's kind of plain but it's good nice also uh also and and is it is it is it your favorite type of tea or do you have another favorite it's my favorite yeah like i don't drink a lot of tea but when i do it's it's this right because now i gotta drink my coffee because i just woke up <laughs> I'm to talk to you properly <laughs> that's okay too all right, all right. yeah nice so 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 obviously uh, uh when you arrived in a uh, calendar what what was what what were some of the things that you had to adjust to Maybe it's the weather, maybe it's something else, that type of thing. Definitely the weather. Definitely the weather. <laughs> I still haven't adjusted to that. Um, it was the weather, it was the fitting in, right? Learning English and then, um, yeah, like I said, I, I couldn't play basketball, so I got in a lot of arguments and then fights because... I played basketball with two hands or so we're in gym class and then uh, kids were saying you can't play basketball or you know get out of the court or stuff like that but I'm, I'm very stubborn you know I, I don't quit that easy um but yeah I learned how to play basketball by, by myself because I we had the elementary school right in front of our, our apartment there and uh, you had a basketball court so I went there every day after school learned uh, went back to grade eight played with my classmates and then learned a little bit of English so I fit in a little bit more, started making some friends. And then when I moved to Windsor there was a lot of Albanians there so there it was like like home. <laughs> oh that's fantastic. Uh, that, that's fantastic. That must have felt like really good like because then you've got more, more like balance. You you've got little snippets of like like where your your culture and where you're originally from, but then also uh, the the uh, Canadian culture too. So I'm sure that was an interesting mix. It was, yeah, yeah, for sure. Absolutely. So uh, so, to, so the, uh, the the tea fact uh, for the episode, which uh, ties nicely into how you like both tea and coffee, is uh, drinking tea is less likely uh, to produce a caffeine crash uh, than drinking coffee. Uh, this is because the high levels of antioxidants in tea uh, slow the absorption of caffeine, uh, which results in a gentler increase of caffeine in your system and a longer period of alertness with no crash at the end. And that comes from www.rmg.co.uk slash story slash topic slash interesting facts about tea. What did you think of the tea fact? I learned something new. <laughs> That, that's yeah. Was it was it Wikipedia for for tea or what? No, uh, so, uh, so, 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 so I just use Google and I start like searching like the history of tea and uh, different interesting yeah. uh, facts about tea. Yeah, I, I never, never knew that, but I I know that tea doesn't have caffeine. That's that's what I know. But obviously, tea is more more natural, more good for you, but. <clears throat> We need this coffee to wake us up, I guess. Different things work for different people, so absolutely. I, I would agree with you. 
Uh, okay, so so obviously you mentioned that uh, obviously you uh, started getting into uh, boxing and even uh, r- r- running. Uh, talk to, to, to us a little more about what your favorite things are about uh, those particular uh, activities. Well, I don't run anymore nowadays because I'm too busy, but unless it's from the cops. But, and I'm joking. <laughs> I can see, I can yeah, see no. that you that, that you like you like a little a, a good dig, you know. I, I like your personality. It's funny. It's funny. Um, with boxing, I, we always like in our culture that's we always we always had to fight when we were kids, right? So I, I always liked boxing, and uh, <clears throat> I got into it a couple of years ago. So trained for a year, did some sparring. I wanted to do go to do some amateur fights. And I liked it because it was very intense, man. Like, it kept you in shape. All right, guys. Uh, so uh, so uh, we're back here having a great conversation uh, so far. And right now, we're discussing kind of how intense um, boxing is. So let's uh, carry on with that train of thought. Is it live, Mike? Are people watching us right now? No, this is, uh, uh, this is, re- this is recorded. But people, lots of people will be tuning in. So uh, make it good. I will send the invoice later, okay? All right, sounds good, man. <laughs> um, yeah, so the, the, the competitive, you know, uh, part of it in boxing, it's, you know, when you go one-on-one and then, uh, like I said, uh, it keeps you in shape, you know, it's, it's very intense. Um, I remember we did one sparring session and I, I got in the car, I couldn't feel any part of my body, I could barely drive because I was dead. Um, but I felt happy. You know what I mean? I felt clear-minded. That's what, you know, boxing gave to me. But then I <clears throat> kind of injured my left shoulder and I kind of got, you know, bruised up, beat up in, in sparring and I had to work the next morning and then I have a family so I can't, I couldn't really afford to get hurt and then not work, right? So you just got to, some things you, you got to let go for the greater good, right? <clears throat> For sure. Uh, w- 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 would you say that boxing is a good thing to to do to, um, um, I guess learn uh, the art of uh, discipline and also uh, con- controlling aggression. For sure. And for and for dopamine, like in your brain cells, like it's, you know, what I mean, there's the, the the activity and like you know, it's it gives you a fresh fresh start. Like you feel clear headed until you get punched in the head. <laughs> And then you realize that you gotta put your hands up. <clears throat> <laughs> nice for sure. And so, uh, obviously, uh, one of the things uh, you do a lot these days is uh, acting and modeling. So, do you want to tell us about some of uh, the things that, um, some maybe some films and stuff that you've appeared in? Yeah, there's a few. There's a few. Um, but lately, I've been working with. Uh, with 33 visuals, Brandon Brown, uh, we got another short one coming tomorrow night. Like uh, I've said in the past interviews, I, I did one in uh, Edmonton or based out of Edmonton, filmed in White Court, and uh, that's coming out this spring, hopefully. <clears throat> and that's a full feature movie. We had another one in Edmonton, but it got shut down from COVID, so hopefully we uh, continue that. Um. 
and I wanted to go back home as well or to the States, but, you know, this stupid pandemic and whatnot. But yeah, just lately I've been working with him. Um, the story with him is we met like a year ago. He was a, uh, a music a music director, like, you know what I mean? He, he had been in the game for a while, <clears throat> but he didn't have any experience in like, you know, films and indie, indie shorts and whatnot, right? Like, you know, in the film part of things. So we filmed like a two minutes, two minutes short. And then we did Ice Blood, and then we did the Albanian Eagle, um, 10-4, we got another one. And he's doing well, man, he's learning and it's up and coming for sure. That, uh, nice, man, so, so like, cool. Obviously, uh, projects as well, like, like you know, I've done background as well, and one of the bigger American shows. And I've been on a few private dicks, uh, uh, Assassin's League, and a, a few more, man, to remember. I, I hustled in the beginning, man. I, I, you know, everything that came up, I was, I was trying to be part of it. <clears throat> All right now, I kind of. I think I've put in the work, you know what I mean, for almost five years. I've sacrificed, so I'm kind of choosing what I want to do. Mostly paid work, you know what I mean? Because um, sometimes people ask too much out of you. And then you got a, you got a full-time job and you got to feed your family. You can't just do, you know, unpaid work for, for, for forever. But I understand up-and-coming actors... They need to get the recognition, like build up the, their resume. So they need to do that, do some student films. You know, I recommend that. But when you've got some experience and if you've done it for five years or more, I think, in my opinion, you should really choose what 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 what, what you do. Right? I, I I know some people, it's like a hobby. You know what I mean to them, but to me, it's not. It's trying to make it or break it. <laughs> For sure, man. And so, in all of these um, t uh, movies and uh, background roles and all of that type of thing, uh, do you are there, like obviously lots of people like play like what what types of characters do you play in some of these uh, uh, move yeah in some of these gigs that you do? Well, it was mostly the the gangster roles, right? Mostly, but. Lately, I've been trying something different with, with Brandon. Like, I played, we did a short comedy. I played a a dirty cop, and uh, he's thinking about this next one tomorrow. That's a gangster one as well, but he's thinking, he's got in mind a detective movie. So, I'll probably be playing a detective. Um, so, yeah, I'm kind of switching up things. Um, I kind of did the gangster thing, like, for, for a while. Well, I did it well, I think, and you know, I, I like to be a, a diverse actor. I like to try different roles. For 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 sure, man. Uh, and uh, is there is there a dream kind of like a is there a dream role that you that you want to play in the future, or is it is this or even someone that you want to collaborate with, any of that type of thing? Yeah, the dreams are big, man. I would like. Uh, like I, I like the, the the gangster characters, right? Like I like that. Uh, I I had a short movie called The Albanian Eagle. You know what I mean? That was my storyline. 
Uh, I'm very proud of that. <clears throat> we'll see. We, we we have number two in the future. Because in the end, like he gets shot, but did he really die? Because it's, it goes fade to black. So, um, yeah, those kind of those kind of characters I would I would like to play. And but yeah, collaborating with people that's you know dreams are big. So we'll see. Nice. And and so far, do you prefer? Um, I get. Do you, do you prefer uh, doing TV type work or uh, film type work? Uh, anything, man. I don't. I don't mind. Anything to be on camera. For sure. What 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 is th what is sort of maybe the qualities that uh, that you bring to a, a film set or 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 a TV show? Like, are you great at learning lines? Are you good at building chemistry uh, with others on the set? That type of thing. I would say confidence. You know, I've built a lot of confidence uh, during my acting years. <clears throat> I'm really, yeah, I'm, I'm good at remembering the lines as well. And uh, uh, what do you call it? Improv improvisation. I, I can improvise very well. I, if I don't remember the lines, I, I keep on going, you know what I mean? With keep the same subjects, the same storyline, but I can improvise well, I think. Um, yeah, we did a we did a short with Brandon, and I didn't have time to learn the script very well, so I just went there and I started improvising. He was surprised. <laughs> For sure, that, uh, that, that's it. I'm, I'm, you know, like, I'm not very tense, like, when I'm on set. Like, I like to joke around. I like, you know, uh, I feel like I'm better when I'm, I'm joking, I'm relaxed, I'm having a good time. You know what I mean? It's because I don't know if... Like if you've been on on this, the background says like in a big American show, it's it, it, the shows. It's very tense. It's you know what I mean. You got to follow the rules. You can't do that. Can't do this. But uh, you know, it's <clears throat> they spend a lot of money, so like money, you know, time is money for them. So, and on the smaller indie shows, you, it, it's, it's more relaxed. It's more, it's fun. Um, but yeah, that's what I think I bring to the to the table. Nice. Uh, and, and do you think it's important uh, to experience uh, lots of uh, different types of setups? Like you just mentioned the English show uh, setups versus uh, an American show setup. Do you think it's important to experience uh, both to become more yeah. rounded? Yeah, you got to experience different ones. Like, you know, up and coming actors should, they should do small, you know, student films but they should do the background roles as well because they could see how the big shows run and it's way way different it's a way different setup they got all the good big cameras and crews and then when you do an indie show it's you know it's, you got one guy with a camera right um yeah you gotta experience both right i've, I've experienced commercials uh big shows you know small indie shows yeah photo shoots and whatnot, a little bit of everything. <clears throat> For sure, and so what, what, what's your, because obviously you just mentioned a few different types of work, so what is, what is your favorite type of work to do? Do you like a, a one day shoot or appearing in a commercial which are often shot over a smaller length of time or do you like to get your teeth stuck into a bigger project over a, a larger amount of time? Yeah, like I'll prefer, you know, uh, 
full feature movies, right? Like if it's if it's if it's paid, if it's worth it, right? So, um, but if it's just a, a short indie film, it's I'll prefer the one two days, right, <clears throat> on the weekend and get it done, get it out there. But yeah, I, I had to, for the white court or the the white court we filmed last summer. I had to go seven or eight times, driving nine hours back and forth with two hours sleep. And then I had to go pull in a full day on set, like eight to 12 hours. And remember like a full three-page dialogue for one scene. <laughs> That's what I'm saying about the sacrifice, you know, that you put in the sacrifice and the work and then you should, um, when you have the experience, you should kind of choose what you want to, you know, be part of, right? Right, for sure, because time is so limited and you can't be everywhere at the same time, for sure, right? I have my own business and I have my own company and I'm, like, constantly busy, like, you know, you have no idea, like, and I can't really, you know, leave that behind and then go, I don't know, it's, for when you, new director, new producers, they should work with up-and-coming actors, you know, I mean, if they want experienced actors, then they should have a budget, I think. For sure. Uh, so, uh, so obviously, uh, when you sent me uh, some notes to kind of uh, prep a little more uh, for, for, for this, you you talked a little bit about how you landed a big supporting role for a full uh, f- featured uh, film, uh, actually based out of Edmonton. Is there, is there anything that you can tell us about this at this stage? Yeah, that's the uh, that's the uh, white cord one. Uh, oh, that's the white cord. Okay. It's called spear fishing. It's <clears throat> yeah, I can say a few things, man. I play a Russian. He's a he's a diplomat slash gangster. Um, he comes from a <clears throat> from a family that his father was a part of the USSR. Um, so basically, he's coming. He came from Russia to to Canada with bad intentions with his group, right? With his so basically, he's got this other Russian. He's a he's a computer Oz, um, and spear phishing meaning like he's hacking accounts. Um, and then you got the 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 Canadian police. So we got one character. He's going after these guys because <clears throat> they're showing up as diplomats, as like you know businessmen, but behind the the scenes, they're really. You know, gangsters trying to you know hack some money, and then yeah, this this one cop he gets in the way, and then there's complications. Yeah, it's it's a good film, you know. It's it's well well thought out, and I think it should be good. We're, we're proud of that one. Uh, nice. A good crew as well. Good crew, uh, talented actors. I can't really say any more like what happens at the end, but of course not. Kind of, kind of the storyline is this: like you know, the Russians coming in, acting like they're they're the good guys, but you know, and they're they're paying off a, a few, you know, government people. But this cop is like he, he's not having it. He's a good good guy cop, does his job well, and he tries to put a stop to the. End. Nice. Um, uh, um, when, um, when can uh, people see uh, this movie? 
Well, see, the trailer is out, <clears throat> but okay. I think he's going to have a screening in in the spring, I believe. He's going to have a screening in, in spring, and then I don't know what, what offers he got, whoever, whatever the, uh, <clears throat> the film is going to end up, right? I'm hoping it ends up it ends up somewhere like if you can sell it to Amazon or that would be great. Right? <laughs> we should all dream for the stars, right? Yeah. Cool. I, well, you know, I, I know a guy in Edmonton, Brandon Rhymes. He his movie Hotbox went to Amazon Prime. You know, anything's possible. And I, I worked with Brandon with uh, this summer, so he's got to you know we're gonna continue this this spring as well. Um, Great, great crew to work with. Yeah, Brandon's actually fantastic. I've actually had him on the, uh, well, you might know, I've had him on the, the Tea with Mike show too. So I've had the opportunity to ask him about his sc- screenwriting. And it was, it, was, it was very interesting how he how he comes up with his ideas. Oh, yeah, he's great at screenwriting, man. Great. Uh, yeah, we're, we shot one scene in Edmonton for his next movie and the, uh, Obviously got shut down, but hopefully continues this spring. And I'm, I'm I'm excited for that because I believe his movies can can make it to Amazon or Netflix. They're that good. <clears throat> for sure, cool, excellent. And uh, and so, what what are some of the uh, the things that you're uh, like working on this year? Do you have any uh, goals? Obviously, you've alluded to a few projects that you hope uh, pick back up and that type of thing. But what else is kind of in the works? Uh, yeah, so right now we're just working with Brandon on his films, right? He's, he wants to do a detective movie, uh, a longer one, like a, the lengthwise, because we've been doing like some short ones. And whatever comes up, whatever opportunity, like I said, I, I, I don't jump on every opportunity anymore. I kind of choose what I want to do. And I'm really bu- uh, busy with, with my company because summer, you know, in the summertime, it, it gets really busy. Um, so... Yeah, just continue that, build my business, and uh, build my acting career with, with you know, projects that I feel like. See what I'm saying, man? Sorry, like my phone never stops ringing. <laughs> hey, hey, that's all good. We'll, we'll, we'll keep it rolling. Yeah. So okay, cool. So to talk to us a little bit about. Um... Your business, what, what's that all about? Uh, we're a mobile windshield replacement service. I used to work in the shop for years, and uh, now I got my own company. So basically, we go to people's houses, to their own comfort. It could be their their home, residential, or it could be their workplace, or a parking lot where they're you know going shopping, or a mall. Uh, we go show up at the, at the parking lot, get the job done. Um, lifetime warranty on our on our work, workmanship. We got great great prices, and we're very uh, experienced. Best quality out there. So windshield specialist, the best mobile company in the city. Hit me up. <laughs> so nice. So I love it. So I got a website windshieldspecialist.ca. I got a Facebook page. And the Instagram page, beside my uh, my acting <clears throat> pages. Nice. How, how, how's how's what I do? I the acting change windshields, man. <laughs> nice. And so, how 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 has business been so far? 
Busy, very busy. Yeah, it's it's busy and it's been it's been winter. I can't really think of how it's gonna be in the in the summertime. Um, but you know that, that's a good problem to have <laughs> because a lot, a lot of people are at work right now. So it's you know it's it's a good problem to have. If you're busy. And, 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 and so, like, how long have you had the business? Uh, I started last September. So September of last year. So a few months. And, and, and so, like, did you find it difficult uh, to, to find uh, customers, especially at the beginning? Yeah, it, it was hard in the beginning until you built a good name and then word to mouth. You know what I mean? But I, I even go door, door to door. I've been to a few shops that I've dropped business, business, business cards, right? Not afraid to go and ask. Um, and then on Facebook as well and on, uh, on Kijiji or advertising. And uh, yeah, it's, it's a competitive business, you know what I mean? But, you know, sometimes cheaper is not better. Um, there's a few guys that are doing for cheap, 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 and we we have to fix our problems afterwards after it leaks or it rusts or so. If you want to get good quality at reasonable pricing, I know people are out of work, but sometimes the cheaper and faster is not the better way. <clears throat> All over the long run, right? Yeah. What, what what interested you about starting a business in that particular area? I just wanted to be my own boss, man. I, you know, I have the work ethic, and I work hard with the company I was with, but I was making the other guy rich, right? I wanna, I wanna feel proud that I have something on my own. I work hard, late hours, but it's my baby. I love it, man. And so, kind of, uh, finally, what is one, what, what is one piece of advice that you would? Uh, like to kind of uh, based off everything that you've experienced so far and uh, moving uh, countries etc et to all the different things you got going on to your hard work and uh, determination and resiliency what is one piece of advice that you want to install slash pass on to your daughter as she grows up well I always say man I say hard work pays off know that's i'm not just saying that it's not it's not something cliche that everyone says like i really believe it i think if you put your mind to something and then you work hard um and you don't quit you can do anything you want um you know it doesn't matter the age you know i've said this before it's not only for the kids it's it's for for people trying to change their lives even if in, in the later years, you know, I mean, 50 and over, you know, it's never too late um, to follow your dreams. So basically, you got to put your mind to it. To, you know, just say, why not me? You know, ask your, yourself that question. Why not me? You see other people doing it. Why not you? If they can do it, you can do it. Everyone's smart. You know what I mean? Fantastic. So, yeah. I'm really positive in, in their way. I'm not, I'm not a negative person. I, I believe that people can achieve things that if they work hard. Fantastic. Right, so, so the final question that I really wanted to ask you, uh, 
based off your story and your hard work, your resilience and um, your determination and looking to build your own success, all things that I uh, can draw parallels uh, kind of uh, with myself and some of the different things that I'm trying to achieve and I've got going on. So I want to ask you, who, yeah. who, 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 so who, so who are the people who have inspired you the most in your life and why? Uh, well, there's different people in different, different times. You know what I mean? When I was younger, it was somebody else. And then, um, but recently I'm really self-motivated. You know what I mean? It's when I see things that people are successful, I, you know, it doesn't make me jealous or I don't hate. I want to, I want to do or be where they are you know what i mean it's different people it's 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 the successful people that i see and then i i want to achieve that as well i don't uh say oh you know screw him or whatever like he probably had or they have probably had to work hard where they were there right now so uh that thing you know those things kind of motivate me it's so different things that successful people motivate me. fantastic man they one person that's awesome all right, and yeah, uh, th- people doing well, they should, you know, motivate you, and then you want it for you to get there. You know, not you know, hate and say, you know, I'm not doing well. Why is he doing well? Everyone probably worked hard to where they're where they're at, right? Like we don't know their stories, like what, what they have to go through, right? Don't judge. <laughs> Awesome, Ed. and so thank you as so much uh, for being on the uh, the team with Mike show today. Hey, thank you, Mike. It was a pleasure, man. Awesome, and uh, everyone, this was uh, another fantastic episode of the Tea with Mike show. Um, appreciate you uh, watching all of these amazing uh, stories from around the world. Where am I going to see this on Facebook, on YouTube? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll you, you, you'll have your own page at uh, teawithmike.com, uh, and then we, and then we can definitely promote it on like the, the different social medias too. Yeah, for sure. I can do that. Awesome. Thanks, man. All right, man. Cheers. Have a good weekend. Yeah, you too. It's the Tea with Mike show.